Chapter Three of France to Scandinavia by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Our Mortgage on France. Cherbourg on the English Channel is the French port of call for all the American lines, and we stepped out in France within less than six days after leaving New York. Most of our passengers went by rail to Paris direct, a comfortable trip of a few hours but i have come across country to havre to start my motor-car journeys at the mouth of the seine this port is the natural gateway for freight from the atlantic not only to paris but to all france switzerland southwestern germany and the countries beyond it vies with marseilles in its tonnage and upon its docks are landed more than three-quarters of the cotton and the bulk of the machinery fuel oil and breadstuffs we sell to the french the sugar of cuba the coffee of puerto rico and brazil the silk and other goods brought from the orient through the panama canal and grain and hides from south america come here a fishing village in the times of the romans havre began its development when francis i was king but it was built up largely by napoleon bonaparte it is now one of the well-equipped entrepots of western europe the entrance to the harbor is narrow and easily fortified but within are two hundred acres of great basins where the huge vessels can lie at the wharves and discharge their cargoes into the warehouses or load them on trains or canal boats for all parts of europe the distance to paris by the seine is only one hundred and twenty three miles and a caravan of boats and barges is always moving that way the city has eight miles of docks including one reserved for private yachts and a dry dock more than one thousand feet long and deep enough to accommodate vessels drawing forty-four feet it has also a floating dry dock taken from the germans at the close of the world war and such good port facilities that it will steadily grow but before we start on our travels i want you to look at france as an american asset by our loans of the world war we hold a mortgage upon her of more than four billion dollars this money came out of your pocket and mine when we put our savings into the liberty bonds to meet the interest upon which we shall keep on paying taxes for a long time to come the sum of our loan to france is so large that it equals two hundred dollars from every family in the united states and as good business people we ought to know the security upon which our mortgage is based if you had a two hundred dollar mortgage on a lot or farm in your neighborhood would you not want to look at the property and know something about the man or woman to whom you made the loan that is just our position as to france and that is what i would have you remember in reading these chapters on france as i find her to begin with what is france by and large and just where does it lie i shall first take up the republic in europe for that is the heart of your mortgage france in europe with alsace and lorraine and the other patches it got as a result of the war contains a little more than two hundred thousand square miles it is just about equal to ohio virginia kentucky indiana and missouri put together it is more than one-fifteenth as big as the main body of the united states and it is a very respectable part of all the dry land on the globe the scientists have measured the globe and i figure that if the dry land were all gathered together into one block and divided into two hundred and sixty acre farms one acre in every one of these farms would belong to france in europe 
but now let us take in addition the colonial possessions including those added to france by the world war put them together and they equal more than five million square miles they are about one eleventh of all the land on the earth so that if the division were made into eleven acre fields france would own one acre in every such field our mortgage grows better and better france has in asia alone a country more than ten times as large as south carolina she has in guiana on the north coast of south america and in the west indies more land than in ten states the size of pennsylvania and her little islands in the pacific ocean are larger than massachusetts and rhode island combined her biggest possessions are in africa where she has including the vast areas she got from the germans almost one-third more territory than is comprised in the whole continent of europe and more than one and a half times as much land as we have in the united states not including alaska although there are large tracts of fertile soil in colonial france some of her colonies are not of great value i have set my foot upon nearly every one of them and much of the land is not worth more than a sand spit on the ocean the desert of sahara although it has oases which combined are equal in area to the state of ohio is for the most part barren and the jungles of the french congo and the overflowed lands of cambodia at the mouth of the saigon river are not very much better much of the soil of these colonies is in such a poor condition and occupied by such semi-civilized and mixed peoples black brown and yellow that i should not like to see uncle sam take them over in lieu of his mortgage besides they are scattered far and wide over the world with stormy oceans between it is different with this france from where i am writing indeed if the gods should order a cannibal feast and served up old mother earth as the piece de resistance france would be the best slice of the tenderloin roast she is protein all the way through or if i may be allowed to change the figure she is one of the great clots of cream on the skim milk of the globe moreover her position is such that the cream can be taken and made to bring easy money situated here at the crossroads of europe with england just over the way and perhaps soon to be joined to her by a tunnel under the channel with holland belgium scandinavia and germany as northern customers and with switzerland italy and spain ready to buy at the south france is besides only six days from america over the main travelled ocean highways and now let us test the cream for the butter fat it contains it is so rich that i could fill a chapter of this book in describing each globule with the new territory she got by the treaty of versailles france obtained more coal iron and water power her citizens are of the thriftiest and most industrious of the human race the soil of france is so fertile and so well farmed that it has been feeding the people since julius caesar invaded gaul germany and england are dependent on their imports of foodstuffs from abroad and today the british are really spoon-fed by us if the new world stopped her supplies of bread and meat for three months the fat body of john bull would shrink to a shadow before the war france raised ninety four per cent of her oats and about all of her sugar within a few years after the war her yield of wheat per acre was the highest ever noted in the country and the crop was much better than the average annual production just preceding the german invasion another important item in figuring the value of the french obligations to us is the thrift of the people 
there is no nation that gets more out of its soil the french lead the world as good farmers every crop they produce grows more to the acre than is grown on land of the same character in any part of the united states where our farmers average only fourteen bushels of wheat the united states over the french raise twenty bushels on land that is no richer not a square inch goes uncultivated i rode two hundred miles yesterday and i could number on my fingers and toes the fences i passed the waste of our fence corners with the unused space on each side is eliminated i believe that if france had the land of our fence corners she would raise enough from it to pay five per cent annually on the vast amount she owes us even the roadways are made to yield money there are no brush nor weeds lining the highways there are no cattle running at large the grass beside the roads is cut with the scythe and used for feed and nearly every road grows trees of one kind or another each of which is made to earn its own living End of chapter three